Hi everyone and welcome back to the Haunted Republic. We're Phoenix Paranormal. I'm Vainant. And I'm Charmaine. And today we're going to be answering some questions. Now how we compiled these questions was, you know, we've, we've been for a lot of interviews, radio, television, and some of the questions always just seem to pop up. So we sort of put everything together and we're going to answer them for all the investigators. All right. Okay, so um, Shaman, I think let's let's start with you. Um, all right, so what what was your very first investigation? I mean, you've been to countless places. I mean, it's hard to even keep track of how many places you've investigated. It's actually quite weird, but it was a very eerie place, and that was a caravan park in Pretoria North. Um, various of the local residents. Um, experienced a lot of weird stuff there, um, a lot of object object manipulation. Um, and as a group, when we started out, we decided to check it out. And I think we caught our very first Class A EVP there. It was one of a little boy. And we asked, what's your name? And he said, Brendan. And later on, we did confirm um, that there was a little boy who died there. Whoa. For your very first time, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And what was your first investigation? Um, it was that we were in Swarovboot, was it not? That yes. When I joined you guys for yes. the first time, the team was already together. I was like a, a late arrival. Um, yeah, that was... The, there was... You know, you, you, when you're such a rookie and you've, you've done all this research and you think you have, a, you have a certain perception of what ghost hunting must be like. And uh, that was like, I was so excited, you know, it that was, that was such, a, such a cool thing to be actual paranormal investigators and I'm going to join them on this investigation. It's something that I've, I've really wanted to do for a very long time. And... Uh, it's very different. Oh, sorry. If you hear something in the background, it's not paranormal. It's <coughs> again. It's, yeah, our, our son is—he's supposed to be sleeping, so, <laughs> so he makes like guys. monster noises until he passes out. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you have a certain perception, and when, when you get there, you're you're in inside the place, and it's completely dark, and and it was a very eerie house. Yeah, it was a very eerie house. You know, it's like. It was, I think, left untouched for about 20-odd years. Yeah. And it, there was a very interesting thing that happened in the, in the garage, specifically. There was this... A suicide. Yeah. Yeah, there was a suicide in there. Yeah, so, and we caught, so, we caught something on the... We did catch something on the connect. On the connect. I remember yeah. it was... Arnu set up a mobile connect, and... I remember I was sitting by the stairs and they were standing basically on top of it, looking down on me. And while I was sitting there, this was like this creature, if you can call it that, who crawled up the wall and disappeared out of the window. Oh, right. Yeah, on the, to on the top, top floor. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. That, yeah. Very creepy house, yeah, but that was my, my very first experience and it's, 
it was it was very very interesting it crushed a lot of my perceptions of what you know ghost hunting is and you know everything just changed at that point yes. and and the the whole approach that you take to an investigation just completely was it completely different me. yeah and then yeah we we did the the chime hotel yeah. That was my second investigation, and yeah, you see, just... And the Breitenbach after that, and then from there on, it's just downhill. Yeah, it's just... It's <laughs> you hooked for life. Yeah, and it, and it, it just... It keeps changing, you keep changing as an investigator yeah, the whole time. Yeah, you keep evolving every time. And I think the biggest thing also when you join us on an investigation, whatever your perception might be, is the moment you you surrounded by us, by our group, you're so... At home, because yeah. we're such a humble, nerdy, fun type of group. We take what we do very seriously, but we're also just down to earth and enjoying. Yeah, a real goofy bunch. Yeah, very goofy. All right. Um, next question. Um, what, what, according to you, is the best evidence that Phoenix Paranormal has captured? I um, think we all know the answer to this one. Definitely. Again, the connect um, entity, which was depicted in the abandoned sanatorium, making explicit, no, inappropriate mature, yeah, inappropriate gestures, gestures to next female to, investigators. Yeah, next to female investigators. And I remember Arne sawing that, and he was saying, Sisman, and this entity replied with Yammer, in other words, sorry. So it was definitely intelligent as well. Yeah. But... It's it it just blew our minds away. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's we do have some of that evidence on our YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. And also on um, on the various Business Insider articles online. That's right. Yeah. They yeah. also have videos of that. Yeah, so you can go check it out. Yeah. There's a dog too, chewing her foot. <laughs> chewing her foot. Oh, it's word. never a dull moment in this house. Yeah, no, there's so much going on. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, I would say this is a tough question because um, oh, it's it's such a tough question. I would say probably that at the old jail, that door, and and yeah, maybe that apparition as well, also ranks like right up there. Yes. Um, I think it's because it's maybe visual. It's it's you know yeah, some you, of the most you visual don't get a lot of visual evidence in this that, field. that we've that we've actually captured um in the in the lunatic asylum that gate closing yeah but that was a personal experience for me that I was I was right there when it happened so that yeah. was that was quite crazy although you don't you don't get an, you don't see enough of it <laughs> um yeah but EVPs what would you say is like the also, again, the lunatic asylum where we caught the voice of a man saying, What oh, yeah, What are you doing here? I mean, that was insane. It was so clear. And I think next to that, also at the abandoned sanatorium, we, it was in a, during the day, and we entered a very dark ward. And... I said to Yanni, can you please put on your flashlight because I can't see. And at that moment, I captured on my EVP recorder a voice of a 
girls saying, help this donker, I can't even sing. Like, help, it's dark inside here, I can't see. And that's, and that's I mean, a that's, profound, long, that's a very long sentence. And the weird thing about these EVPs is, you're so blown away that you always think, like, it's, it's insane, because it sounds like they are right next to you. And I think in a way you're always trying to debunk it, but you, you know you were there and there's no way that any of you guys said any. Yeah, any nobody said anything. So. Yeah, um, just to get back to that that EPP of, of what are you doing here, um, what was profound about that was um, when, I, when I edited the, the video, I put the audio band in and it was literally, I only didn't say a word. There was not, there was not even spikes on the on the audio and all of a sudden you just hear this voice clear and it's it's not even recorded on the audio band no there's no way you just hear the voice that's that that that's so insane yeah like where did it come from and you can even hear the accent that that's the best thing at the at the abandoned sanatorium you can actually hear the different accents of the evps that we got there I mean, that place was used for a lot of, um, they brought in cheap, m- cheap miners from overseas at that time, like Chinese. And um, and this woman, I don't know, she sounded like a nurse, but you could actually hear it sounded Dutch. So it's very profound, these EVPs that you... Yeah, you know, it makes you, it makes you wonder, you know, it's, it's like way... Who who is it first of all, and where does it come from? Because it's 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 not in this present time. It's strange, you know. We can go into that debate forever. Yeah, yeah. forever. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, but you really don't know. Okay, Sham. So tell us, what is the scariest place that you've ever been? Definitely the Orad Sol in Pretoria CBD. Um, it's more tied in with the experience, the personal experience that I've had there. Um, we actually, me, Dave, and Nicole saw someone sitting in the gallery, and we just looked up, and this guy was weird. It seemed like a mimic because it looked like one of the other people who joined us on that investigation, but that person wasn't even there. A lot of other people confirmed that they were in other parts of the building, and his eyes were literally just dark and. He was just sitting there intently staring at us. So the moment we went out of that gallery room, ran upstairs to try and see who this person is, it's gone without a trace. And then shortly after that, while we were walking down the hallway, Dave all of a sudden heard a growl. I mean, Dave is literally one of our most seasoned investigators and he's very, very strong in his personality as well, in his approach. He doesn't scare easily. I mean, he would easily do isolation sessions. So, and he heard a growl, and at that moment I started smelling something which smelled like battery acid. It was a bit rancid as well. And Dave just stood there paralyzed for a good couple of seconds. I don't, I don't know, it seemed like an eternity to us, but it just we all just stood there and looked at him and it was so strange and at that moment it just it it broke and whatever was there was gone but it was very it was very strong definitely something negative 
why it would be there, I'm not sure. I know Church Square was known for its public hangings and the very yeah. old buildings that it's surrounded with. But that was definitely, it always felt as if something was walking right behind you. You just had this fight or flight thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the old the old Rod Soul. Um, that's, that's in our top five video on a YouTube channel. You can go check that out. Um, what was yours? Just like a... Uh, it's, it's, it's a very hard question for me to answer because I, I haven't been to a place yet that actually scares me. But I have to say that there are certain places, certain spots in the different locations that we've done that does make me very uneasy. When we did that old mining house, um, there was specifically this one room, a very tiny room. Um, and we kept on going back to this room as we were investigating. And that spot, it just got, it just got, I want to say worse. And, and after a while, intense. yeah, after a, after a while, the, the rest of the investigators were just like too afraid to go up there. And that never happens. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen. That's, um, you know, being in these dark places, you, you, you're in a different mindset, I think. Um, the only, th only time I was actually threatened was in the record underneath the stage. But whatever is down there is, it's, it's. Out of it's this hostile. World. It's very hostile. It's and very uh, hostile. I mean, we've been there twice, and only years after that did people come forward and tell us of their personal experience of the basement or area underneath the stage. And they all had the same thing. They had an extreme feeling of fear. And what even happened down there with our very own investigator. It was something that we all witnessed, and I think it will haunt us to this day. Um, and I do believe what occurred down there was a murder, as described by the locals. So it does coincide with what we were experiencing. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, it was. Yeah, I was still a very. I was still a rookie back then. Um, so uh, you, like I say, you you have a certain perception, and I, I think whatever was down there sort of just pushed me in a direction, and I'm like, whoa, you know, I need to get out of here and be careful. Um, Shamin, what what would you say is your a dream location, a place that you would like to investigate in South Africa? One location that is your your ultimate dream. I won't elaborate too much, um, but I think Robben Island, because it's like our very own Povilia Island and Alcatraz in one. All right. Remote, yeah. rich history, illness, death. Yeah, it's, it's, that is an a interesting spot. Um, you know, if you, if you just take into account how many ships are at the bottom of the, of the bay, Mm. And uh, we're talking about centuries ago, and those, you know, those those stories, you know, still, you know, are world famous. You know, the the Flying Dutchman. That's 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 a it's a Cape that's a Cape story. 
And it's fueled by the, the natural surroundings as well, so I think it's going to be a magnet for paranormal activity. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, just saying that, you know, um, Cape Town in general, um, but like a fisher, fisher village, like a, like a really old fisher village, because you, you hear all these stories about, you know, ships being seen on the... Horizon mm. Even they in Durban, they, they've, they often have sightings of a ghost ship there as well. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very interesting. Um, Robin Island, good answer, good answer. Okay, so my, I think my dream location keeps changing because you you keep on finding wonderful places that are either abandoned or haunted. Um, so it keeps changing, but um, I would I would say that. I've always wanted to do like a proper investigation of Kimberley. Oh yes. I'm so yes. I'm so obsessed with that place. Um, it's just because it's it's one of those towns in in southern Africa that really it sort of embraces the fact that there are so many ghost stories around. Yeah. They they even have people that that show you around, take you all around town, and show you all the. All the that's where we need and, to be and tell tell the stories you know and, and and i think it's there's some really dreadful stuff that happened in Kimberley. um because of the diamond mine like the i, I always you know when i when i when i think about the story of Kimberley, it's always as if the the very ground is soaked in in the just simple greed because human beings there was a copy there and they dug into this volcanic pipe and the amount of labor that must have taken because it's yeah. it used to be a hill it just used to be a hill and they just completely do yourself a favor go see the hole that they dug it's it's probably one of the biggest man-made holes in the world and i just think that that has so much to do with with kimberley's overall Haunting. Yeah, I mean, it's greed and, and the conditions that the people faced during that era. I mean, it's illnesses, it's murder, yeah. it's everything. It's it's the perfect recipe. For disaster. Yeah. You know, and you can, they've got photographs that had this, it became this grid that they were walking on with these massive deep holes in the ground. So you literally had like a little narrow passage of ground and it can collapse any at, any, <coughs> at any moment. You know, it's the horrific deaths, I think, by the hundreds. And people came from all over the world mm. to go try their luck. And we know by our own experience, mining towns, mining towns. the bomb.com. It's, <laughs> it's probably the most, most well-known fact in the paranormal field is that mining towns are extremely haunted like Very. you know places. it's something we definitely do need to investigate more that yeah. aspect yeah we will definitely when we when we go on the road we'll we'll definitely go to like we've we've done one um we've, we've done Cullinan. we've done a few places in Cullinan. yeah so yeah like the records in Cullinan and you the abandoned hospital and yes, Macquarie House. House. So there's a you know there's a there's a few places um, that that we've been to and it's 
But I mean, even Kalinin is yeah, a dream. So. It is, yeah. But I don't think it's as tragic as Kim mm -mm. is. But, no. Uh, Shomain, what... You know, this is a question... Yeah, so many... You know, you know, in a radio interview and, and you know, on the spot and the adrenaline's pumping and you're nervous and everything and they come with this question, have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> For real? No. That is probably why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm not saying I'm a skeptic. I actually know, I know for a fact there was stuff outside there which we cannot explain. But physically seeing a ghost, no. I may have seen a shadow here or there, but while I was a teenager. But doing paranormal investigation, I've never ever seen a ghost. And yeah. I think up until we actually catch that holy grail. Yeah, full body. Full apparition. body, the works. You yeah. know, that is probably the main thing we're all after. But no. Did you ever see a ghost? No. No, I've never seen it, and that's that's sort of the, you know as I was saying earlier. Then they ask you this question, and you just go, nope, nope, never seen a ghost. No, nope. like, does that lend us more credibility? Perhaps I don't know, because. Uh, but the interviews are, are are expecting me to to tell them this this crazy yeah, story. Yeah, it's sensationalism, and, go, and it's no. actually. No, and but we will keep on doing what we're doing until keep trying, we, definitely keep trying. Um, there's so many more active locations that we need to get to, and but people do see apparitions without catching it on camera or in a photograph. Um, it's happened to some of our investigators, I'm not going to say who he can tell you the story himself. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel sometimes you know, it's, it's, is it even. Is it, Is it elusive to some people? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think you have to like, really study a location and go, all right, you know, I'm going to set up this camera here, 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 here. But even then, it's not up to it. you because exactly. whatever's there, if it wants to show itself to you, it will do so. Yeah. Like, I mean, what we discussed the previous time when we investigated the Smith's house, it was dead quiet. But on the other hand, it's known to be one of the most haunted locations in South Africa. So does it mean because we were there that it's not haunted and we didn't catch anything? No, it, it's just we didn't catch anything that night. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Because if you if you take the same location, you do like full on like a paranormal, let's say, a diary for thirty days, and then record every corridor that you possibly think there can be some paranormal activity right and it's going to take you how long is it going to take you to go through all that footage i don't know because you know remember also That's... when we investigate a location we only there for a good couple of hours yeah um not a good couple it's, it's long hours it's long hours yeah. it's long hours in the dark and, uh, and the thing is if you, if you go and you monitor a place like that, I'm sure that you will catch something eventually. If you have the time to go sit and watch, what, 30 days worth of CCTV cameras, different angles. Mm. 
you know, but still, are you guaranteed to have captured anything? Probably I not. I think the amount of visual footage that you have to go through, you'll definitely miss something. Mm. It's, it's very possible. So, no, in conclusion, I have never seen a ghost. But it's, it's, the, the possibility of that is, is um, it's so random. I think, you know, if, if you hear other people's stories of seeing apparitions, it's so, it's so random. You know, it's, it's not something you can anticipate at all. Yeah. So if you do catch it, that is, I think... Like I said, it's the Holy lucky. Grail. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, even, even internationally, how many apparitions have international ghost hunters actually captured? And how many of those are assumed to be fake? Yeah, so it's definitely it's an ongoing thing, but that is why we're all doing what we're doing. Yeah, to actually eventually capture that that magic magic moment in time, mm. and you know what the kind of debate that will then spark up is like, where did it come? What? <laughs> where where did it go? Where did it come from? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And and as in as a true investigator, you will probably spend. The next couple of weeks of your life trying to debunk that as well. Yeah. Just trying to validate your findings. Yeah. No, definitely. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. And we have a little surprise. We have Arnie coming to join our podcast. Our very own Phoenix Paranormal founder. Yes. That's going to be awesome. And we will be talking about tech and general investigating. Also yes. highlights for him as well. Yeah, he's no, a definitely. great guy to chat to. Yeah, especially about the paranormal. He's very, he's very informed about his, his, his opinions. Very. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's always so refreshing. So we're definitely going to ask him these questions as well. So I think we should uh, definitely get his, get his input as well. I'm, I'm really curious to... Yeah, to hear what he no, has to say. Definitely. All right, guys, so you can uh, go check out our videos on YouTube. You can send, a send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, and, our, and don't forget to like our Twitter. Fucking. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you do with Twitter? Like, uh, do you like fun? it? Do you subscribe? Yeah. Do you follow? Do you fo yes. I think it's follow. Follow, follow us, us on, on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> 